Welcome to the Always Evolving Podcast. This is a podcast for those committed to always learning, always growing, always evolving into greater, more expansive versions of themselves. It's about living the life you want to live, a life most only dream about. Let's explore the possibilities together. I'm your host, Erica Boucher. Today, I want to talk about a six-step formula to move from merely surviving to absolutely thriving. I'm going to call this the Thrive Formula. These are simple, actionable steps you can take to start living the life you want to live so that you can take your dreams and turn them in to reality so that you no longer have to worry or feel like your life is passing you by or run the risk that one day you're going to look back and regret not having done something sooner. So let's dive in. Number one, think differently. If you really want to change your life or change some aspect of your life, you have to change the way you're thinking about it. I think it was Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We have to be willing to change the way we're thinking about a situation before we can change that situation. I want to introduce here something called a paradigm shift. A paradigm, it's kind of our construct of the world or of a situation. It's our map. It's the lens through which we look at things. And everything is filtered through that paradigm. This is how people can get stuck in a perspective. They are seeing things from one perspective and they can't see anything outside of that. So that's their paradigm. That's their world that they're living in. A paradigm shift happens when we stretch our minds, we expand our minds, we push up against the edges, the boundaries of the way that we've been looking at a situation and decide that we are willing to see it differently. We realize we have to see it differently if we want things to change. And when we kind of expand our minds, maybe we read new material or we take a course, or we do something that teaches us something that we need to know about that one area of our lives. So let's say that you're stuck in a paradigm, you're stuck in a perspective around money. Maybe the belief is that there's just not enough money. Maybe it never feels like there's quite enough. And maybe you grew up with a father or a mother or society that told you that money doesn't grow on trees and there's never quite enough. If that is the paradigm, the construct through which you're working and operating and filtering your reality, you're going to continue to get the same thing. You're going to continue to have the same experience. But if you decide, it's time for me to shift this. This is a limiting belief. There's a limiting belief that I'm operating under here, and it's time for me to shift it. And you go out and maybe you find a coach to work with, or you take a course, or you read books, and you commit yourself 
to seeing it differently, to learning a new way of looking at your finances and at your relationship with money, then eventually you're going to stretch your mind in a new way. You're going to shift your perspective and your whole paradigm is going to shift. That's a paradigm shift. It's when we change the mind, we change our minds so powerfully, so effectively that our paradigm shifts. And when that happens, it's kind of like a domino effect because a lot of the thoughts and the habits and behaviors that we were operating under because of the paradigm we were living under, they start to shift. So basically, if if you're changing the foundation, then everything on top of that foundation shifts. So if you're changing the way you look at the world and see the world with regards to this, whatever this issue is, then everything's going to shift in relationship to that. So if we're using the money example, maybe your spending habits change. Maybe the way you save money changes. Maybe the whole attitude and relationship you have with money transforms. So number one is think differently. One question to ask yourself is, with regards to this one area of my life that I really want to shift, what's the story that I've been telling myself? What's the story that you're operating under, the belief that you're operating under? Is it that you're not good enough, that you weren't born into the right family, that you didn't have access to the right education? Like, what is the story that you've been believing? So start by first looking at that. What is my story around this, around this issue? And we'll use the money. We'll use a financial issue as an example here. And then the good news is it's just a story and you can tell yourself that and you can remind yourself of that. You can kind of interrupt the assumptions that you've made by saying, you know what, that's just a story and you can change your story. It's time to change the story. If you want to change your life, if you want to change this area of your life and therefore as a result, your life, then it's time to change your story. And the way you change your story is you learn to look at it differently. And actually, there's a great mantra or affirmation that I like to work with when I find myself stuck in a perspective. And that is, I am willing to see this differently. I am willing to see this differently. And I'll say that a couple of times until I really feel that shift within myself where I am willing to see the situation differently. Because until we're able to see it differently, we assume that the way that we're seeing it is right. We assume that there's nothing that we need to grow or evolve about that part of ourselves. And maybe we assume we can bend the outside world to our will. But when we say, I am willing to see things differently, it's kind of a a humble moment of asking life and allowing life to teach you. It immediately shifts you into a more open, receptive mindset where you're more willing to be teachable, to be a student, to learn something new. So that's number one. Think differently. And one of the things you could say to really start that shift happening for yourself is, I am willing to see things differently. Number two, hone your vision. 
What is it that you want? If you really want to thrive, you have to get very clear on what that looks like. What does thriving look like for you? This is where a lot of people have kind of a a vague idea or a general idea of what they want. I'm talking about really honing in, clarifying your vision. It's like fine tuning the lens on your camera until your vision really comes into focus. Because the more clearly you can see it, the more effortlessly, easily you can create it and manifest it. You might want to check out my other podcast on living in the flow, which is all about manifesting what you want, manifesting effortlessly and powerfully. But for now, this is about honing your vision because the clearer you are, the easier it is to create that. So focus, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And that's the thing to look out for here. That is where you could get stuck because a lot of people start to look at their lives and they look at all of the things that they don't like about their lives, things that aren't working for them. And they become very aware about that. Most people are more aware about what's not working, what they don't like about their lives. They're clearer about what they don't like about their lives than they are about what they do like and what they do want. So if you can get super clear and focus on what you want, because whatever you focus on, that's where your energy is going. And that's what you're creating more of. You're bringing more awareness to it. You're putting more energy on it. And what you want to be careful of here also is not to get caught up in the how of it. I'm not talking about getting into the details of how you're going to make it happen. I'm talking about getting the clarity honing your vision. Get the clarity first because that becomes your guiding principle. It be, It's like your internal compass. Without it, it, you're like a ship without a rudder and you're just kind of going wherever the wind is blowing. But with it, you have more direction and you can control that direction. Okay, moving on. Number three, remove the barriers. What has been holding you back? Is it negative self-talk? If it is, learn how to change it. Is it unresolved emotions? Are you stuck in the past? If so, learn how to transform that. Get clear and honest with yourself about why you haven't been living the life you want to live and find a way to grow past it, to evolve yourself beyond it. Remove the barriers that are in your way. Take an honest look at yourself, and maybe it's some of the habits that you've been engaging in. If you're going home every night and you're turning on the TV and you're drinking a half a bottle of wine or a six pack of beer, that's probably a barrier to the life you dream about living. So, what is holding you back? Get clear about that and then learn how to change it. If it's not something that you can easily figure out on your own, get the help you need. Get someone that can help you over that barrier, over that hurdle. That's when a coach comes in handy. Number four, inspiration. Every day, get and stay inspired. 
So read inspiring books, listen to podcasts that expand your mind, like hopefully this one does. Because now that you have a vision, if you've done your work and you've honed your vision, now you can get inspired to move in the direction of that vision. Put energy into getting inspired and excited and enthusiastic about what it is you're moving toward. And also, now that you have honed your vision, who do you know who exemplifies that? Who lives it? Who inspires you? Here's an action step for you. Find three role models, three people. Maybe these are people that you know, and maybe not. Maybe they're famous people that you don't have access to, but find three people that seem to exemplify for you what it is that you're moving toward. They're showing you what it looks like. Start by finding those three people, identify those three role models, and then ask yourself, what must they be thinking, believing, and doing in order to be living the life they are living, in order to be the role model that they are? And what is it about them that inspires you? And what do they have to be thinking, believing, and doing in order for that to be who they are. Because then once you're very clear on that, you can start to cultivate that within yourself. It's really helpful to have role models and some of them are accessible and can actually support you in this process. So for example, let's say that you want to start a business in a certain area and you know a couple of people that are doing really, really well. They're really successful, really thriving. Ask them if you can take them out to lunch and pick their brain and learn from them. Over the years, I've had several people ask me to meet them for lunch or for a cup of tea because they wanted to ask me how I had done a certain thing, how I was creating the yoga retreats that I create, how I got started doing that. They wanted to figure out how to make travel a bigger part of their lives, or they wanted to know how to get a life coaching business off the ground, and they wanted to know what steps I went through. I'm always complimented when somebody comes to me and says that I'm a role model for them. So I'm usually happy to share whatever insights I can for them. Number five, victory laps. Take time to acknowledge your wins, no matter how small they may seem to you. Start acknowledging what it is you're doing right. So catch yourself doing things right. Little wins add up to big victories. A few years ago, for my birthday, a friend had created a booklet. It was a booklet of journaling exercises that she thought I would enjoy. And one of them was asking me to list 10 or 20 things that I had accomplished that year. And initially, the first time I looked at that, my mind went blank. And I was like, oh, wow, geez, I don't, I don't know. What did I accomplish this year? But then I started thinking about it. It kind of forced me to give it a little bit of thought. And I was like, oh, I can write this down. So I, I wrote one thing down and that made me think of another thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'll write this thing down. And 
that reminded me of something else that I had done. And I wrote that down. And before you knew it, I had all 10 or all 20 things filled out and I just kept going. And I had a full list of things that I had done and that I had accomplished that year. And it felt so good to look back on my year and acknowledge what I had done, what I had accomplished. In fact, I loved that exercise so much that I now do it every year. So I highly recommend that. Victory laps. Make sure you take your victory laps. Acknowledge yourself for what it is you are doing and accomplishing. And finally, number six, energy-wise. Be energy-wise. Notice what feeds your energy and what drains your energy. So for example, how do you feel after you eat that food? What foods make you feel heavy, sluggish, tired, foggy? And what foods keep you feeling light and energized and clear and healthy? Notice what is affecting your energy and how your energy is being affected by the choices that you're making with every activity that you engage in. Maybe it's engaging in social media too frequently throughout the day. I have gotten sucked into that trap at times where I check social media and then suddenly I'm seeing something somebody posted about. It's a news article that is something upsetting. And then that leads me to another article that was upsetting. And before you know it, I've just spent 15 minutes getting disturbed by something. And so I've started to recognize that. And now I only allow myself to check in on social media a couple of times a day and for a brief amount of time. And I don't get sucked in anymore because it was sucking my energy dry. It definitely was not serving me. And when I eliminated that, it freed up my energy to focus on some of my creative projects like this podcast. So it freed up my energy so that I could put it where I wanted. And of course, all the other things that I've already talked about, honing my vision, removing the barriers, staying inspired acknowledging my wins, all of those things have supported me as well. All of those things affect my energy. Also notice, how do you feel when you spend time with certain people? Some people feed you and I have friends that after spending a short amount of time with them, I walk away and I feel better. I'm lighter, I'm happier, I'm inspired. It's always an enjoyable interaction. And then I have some friends that every time I talk to them, it's always heavy. There's always drama. And I end up getting off of the phone feeling heavier, just feeling kind of like, ick, like I just took on some energy that I didn't have before. So start to notice, be energy wise and start paying attention to what helps you expand and feel expansive and light and creative and on purpose and what supports you in living the life that you dream about. If it's not supporting that, it's probably blocking it. So I hope this has been helpful. Speaking of energy, if you want an energy boost, listen to my self-esteem booster guided meditation which you can find at my website by going to ericaboucher.com slash self-esteem booster. 
because no matter how great our self-esteem is, we can always use a boost, right? Anybody can benefit from a boost. I hope this has been beneficial. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, namaste. This episode is brought to you by my free audio guide, Six Simple Ways to Start Loving Your Life Every Day. Visit www.ericaboucher.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Always Evolving. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think might appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know by giving me a five-star rating. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, keep evolving.